Did you know that we have a special connection to Uh-oh. the actor who plays Nick, the ex-boyfriend who I is told... garbage? Oh, wait. What? The ex-boyfriend. Oh, who bre- who breaks up there? Um, no. Uh, he was in a movie that came out this year, and I'm disappointed that we didn't watch, called A Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas. Oh. In which... Hotel manager Willow returns to her stunning Virginia hometown to help her sister plan a Christmas wedding at the inn her family once owned. She must work with current owner and single dad David, who wants to let go of the past. Tell me, Hmm. does that face look like the face of a trustworthy individual? No. (laughs) I'm going to watch that movie and pretend it's the same character from Holiday in Handcuffs, and this is what his future held. That would be very funny. Except, Except his name in that in Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas is David. Yeah, because he changes his name and everything. He steals the name of, of the, the guy, guy. <laughs> his girlfriend ends up with in the end. Who's her brother? Because he's in something. I could not find him in anything. Maybe really? you've seen him in something. but uh, He might look like somebody, though. He does. He kind of looks like an older version of some... Other actress. Actress? Yeah, because... Yeah. <laughs> Actor. Uh, he was oh, in Don't Trust yeah. the Bee. But he's only in one episode of that. Huh. I don't know. I guess he looked like somebody. He's in 49 episodes of My Boys. Didn't watch that, that. Nope. Well, he looked like somebody, so that was weird. Hey, he's in Drew Carey show. For 16 episodes. That actually might be what I know him. Yeah, I forgot that you watched that. He looks like... Who's that guy? Um, hey, what's that movie? That's the show My Boys. Oh, no. My Boys, a female sports columnist in Chicago, deals with the men in her life, including her brother, her best friend, and a sports writer for wow. a rival publication. That sounds like a great show. Right. All right. All on right. with the show. No more connections? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night. The only podcast hosted by a husband and wife who watch bad movies and share their thoughts and opinions with you, the audience. I am Nigel from a journey into film.com. And with me, as always, is my wife, Caitlin. Hello. And this week, we're talking about the 2007 ABC Family movie, Holiday in Handcuffs. 2007. The year the iPhone came out. Wow. I wonder if they were still in their acting prime during this time. Well, I don't think Mario was. Let's see. Melissa Joan Hart in 2007. Now, this movie was the highest watched movie on ABC Family in 2007. No, she was definitely not in the height of her her career. Because when did um, Sabrina end? I mean, it was definitely before 2007. Well, to put this into perspective, the movie Sabrina Down Under was in 1999. Oh, okay. Um, 
Sabrina Goes to Rome. Oh, that episode of Boy Meets World where she was in Sabrina was in mm-hmm. 97. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the TV movie, was in 96. Oh, wait a minute. Clarissa Explains It All ends in 94. Did I miss it? I missed it. Maybe it was on for longer than we thought. Now I'm just going to have to search for it. Mario Lopez, though. What was he doing? Oh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch ended in 2003. Mm. And then, that did go on longer than I thought. Yeah. Let's see. 2007 for Mario Lopez. He was also in one episode of The George Lopez Show and a TV movie called Eight Days a Week. Okay. So he was not really doing much? I don't think he was doing much. Uh, He was on a... He had a show... Oh, he was in 46 episodes of The Bold and the Beautiful as Dr. Christian Ramirez. That's funny. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was in that either. Let's see. He was in a show... I mean, a movie called Pacific Blue with the brother of, uh, I don't know, Melissa Joan Hart in this movie. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And he was also in eight episodes of Nip Tuck between 2006 and 2010. Hmm. But it was, looks like it was only in 2006 and 2009. Okay. So that's what they were up to. So this was definitely. Uh, do you think that this movie was like one of those? Hey, let's get my let's get my career back on track type yeah. things. Do you think so, or do you think they just did it for the paycheck? I think I think they thought it would bring them back into the light. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be really curious to go back in time. I wish. Do you ever like wish that you were older during, during the time yeah. when like some of these movies came out? Yeah. So you had like the context of the world. I do. And then you could go around today complaining about millennials and Gen X or (laughs) or Gen Zers. Getting them confused. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, This movie was directed by Ron Underwood, who also directed Tremors and Mighty Joe Young, which I thought was very interesting. He directed some episodes of the MacGyver reboot that happened in 2018. He didn't do anything with the Wizard of... Sorry, he didn't do anything with the Wizard of Oz, did he? Because uh, it had like a tribute to the Wizard of Oz on there. I have no idea. I don't think he's old enough okay. to have done that. Uh, That's fine. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Do you remember that movie? No. I never watched that movie. Me either. But it I don't even looked know what it is. terrible. It was like some Eddie Murphy movie where he was like a thing. It's like an sp- astronaut thing, and there were aliens, and... Hmm. Ooh, let's see. What else did he do? He does a lot of TV, it looks like. I could see him being a better TV writer than movie writer. He also did the TV movie version of The Year Without a Santa Ooh, Claus. Oh, no. Boo. We should watch that. Caitlin, Kay- it's no. got John Goodman as Santa. I know, but it is not the original, and I don't like it. Right. But Chris Kattan plays Sparky. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, this looks amazing. Caitlin, please. <laughs> Michael McKean as Snow Miser. I'm Mr. Snow Miser. Uh, Carol Kane I'm as Mother Mr. Nature. Snow Caitlin, this movie <laughs> is stacked with talent. <laughs> 
And it has a 3.7 on IMDb. Oh, so. my gosh. I'm finding this movie. Oh, boy. I am finding this movie, and we are watching it tonight. <laughs> no. Yes. No, I am not going to watch this movie if we're not going to watch the OG. We'll watch the OG afterward. <sighs> okay. As long as we watch it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, then I'm in. Maybe we should take some Christmas specials over to your Nana's house so that we don't have to interact. That's a great idea. And we have something to do. All right. Hi, so, Caitlin, first question I thought of about this movie. Okay. This aired on ABC Family. Mm-hmm. Scale of 1 to 10, how family-friendly was this movie? Um, It was ABC Family-friendly worthy. Like, I don't know. I, I thought it was fine. This movie was so sexual, though. <laughs> but I feel like the audience that they were like probably aiming to is not going to pick up on the sexual innuendos. Right, but her boyfriend blatantly breaks up with her because she won't have sex with him. No, I yeah. thought I thought he broke up with her because they didn't have sex, and then he said he'd go see her parents, so then they had sex, and then he broke up with her. Because he said something like, um, like, well, why did you, she said, why did you say that you would go see my parents then? And he said, because that's what you wanted to hear, and we hadn't had sex yet. Which, to me, implied, like, then she gave him sex, and then he was like, oh. deuces. Yeah, I hear you saying that, but all I hear is, you won't have sex with me, so I'm just going to break up with you. Oh, really? We'll, yeah. get, we'll have to have Bailey... Uh, See what she thought it was. I know. We should have done this episode with Bailey. What yeah. were we thinking? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that's how I, I interpreted it. Also, why did he break up with her with a uh, posse? Were those people at the door, like his friends? Because they no, were all like laughing and him. stuff. Oh, okay. I thought he just showed up there by himself the, he, to break up with them. There was like a work. group of people and they were laughing when they did that like montage scene. I thought that they were just people at the restaurant who were laughing, laughing at her. Oh, just laughing at her in general. Because okay. I thought they were laughing at her the breakup. Stupid hair. Well, I think they were laughing at the breakup, but I don't think they were with him. Oh, okay. So. I thought he just brought a bunch of people to laugh at her when he yeah. breaks up with them. Come on, guys. He seems that type. He seems like that type of person. He, hands down, is the worst type of person. Yeah. And I don't understand why he needed to be that awful of a human being for this movie. In fact, I don't really mm. understand the point of her being going to work at all that day. Because, all right, so she misses her job interview. Right. She shows up for work. She serves, like, one table. Mm-hmm. The boyfriend shows up and breaks up with her. Mm-hmm. Mom immediately calls her and says, hey, where are you? And then she leaves like 10 seconds later. Yeah. She doesn't even say like, mom, I'm supposed to work today. Right. Or she didn't ask off for that day. I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know either. Was her plan with any of that? I don't think she really had a plan. Doesn't seem that way. Was she supposed to be like a people pleaser for everybody? Or... Like, is that how we're supposed to interpret that? Because I thought that she was just a people pleaser for her parents. Yeah, but not even, like, a good people pe- pleaser for her parents. Because she just lied about everything. But then are we supposed to think she's a people pleaser? Because, like, she let that guy over in her car. 
I don't know. They didn't do a really good job if she's supposed to people please everyone. Right. Certainly didn't people please Mario Lopez. No, because at that point she had snapped. (laughs) I think all girls are that close to snapping. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) Oh, this movie was a mess. I did not enjoy this movie. Um, I had higher expectations for this movie than it met. Like you thought it was going to be crazier? Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I mean, like some crazy things happened, but it was like, it was too predictable. Not, okay, too predictable is kind of a bad argument. It was not fun predictable. Like, I don't have a problem with it being like, you know, following all the stipic, Oh my gosh, what am I saying? I don't have a problem with it following all this typical like story beats like, mm-hmm. oh no, like their nice family dinner was interrupted by horrible things or, you know, or like, oh, he starts to fall in love with her. But it just felt like everybody was going through the motions. Well, to be fair, everyone was terribly sick, so they probably were just going through the motions. This is true. Fun fact about this movie, everybody got sick on it. Everybody. It's got a 6.3 on IMDb. A lot of people like it. No. I mean, those are user reviews, so you know people are going to extreme go to one extreme or the other. Oh, but no one should have given this movie above a one. I mean, like a four? No. Maybe? I don't know. It was mediocre. It wasn't like awful. Right. So that, for me, mediocre movies get worse scores. Because they're so mediocre that, like, they're not enjoyable. Yeah, I guess that's that just makes my sense. rating system. <sighs> Can we talk about her hair? Yeah, we should talk about her hair. Why did she do that? I don't even understand. Okay, because, like, this was the movie took place in 2007, right? Yeah, I think that's a reasonable time for it to take place. Okay. No one was giving themselves perms in 2007. Nobody. Yeah. Perms were way out by then. Do you think that she gave herself a perm because her parent, her mom said that she wanted a, she should do a perm or like. She just said her mom doesn't like her hair in her face. Yeah. So So, is that like her extreme reaction to getting hair out of her face? Like (laughs) I'm going to do a nasty perm. She really, really went to an extreme reaction. Yeah, she did. Uh, that was, yeah, that was bad. I wish that she had kept the perm longer in the movie, though. I thought so, too. She had it for, like, a day and a half, Mm -hmm. and then her sister just unpermed her. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm sure is a thing. I just didn't know that was a thing. Can you undo a perm? Let's Google that real (laughs) quick. You keep talking about stuff. Well, because I just feel like... I've never seen that done in other movies because I've watched movies where people like perm their hair and stuff and it's too curly, but I've never seen them be able to like undo it. But I mean, I'm sure it's a thing. I feel like it was done really quickly, though. Yeah. They didn't even, they got, they went to the store and she had already gotten her perm undone by then. Yeah, apparently this says that you can do something overnight with, like, shampoo and stuff. to. Yeah, see, it. that was not overnight. That was, like... That was, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. Tops. Yeah. Uh, 
it was also a little convenient that they had all this stuff there to undo the perm. True. True. Because, all right, so this is the basic premise of this movie. Melissa Joan Hart plays Gertrude, Trudy. Her boyfriend breaks up with her in a humiliating way after a horrible morning. She takes an old Civil War gun that her boss keeps at the restaurant. For what reason? I don't know. She sees Mario Lopez, says, Hey, you seem like a fine young gentleman. <laughs> Let me kidnap you and you pretend to be my boyfriend Where did for my family. Where she get that gun from? I told you. The, the, the guy who owns the restaurant just has it sitting in a box on a shelf. Well, that doesn't seem safe. So really, if we want to blame anyone, it's this guy's fault. Yeah, it's his fault that <laughs> Trudy's boyfriend broke up with her and she snapped. <laughs> You're supposed to have gun safety. Yeah, but like I don't I don't <laughs> actually I don't think he or anyone in that movie thought that that gun actually fired until she almost shot uh Mario Lopez in the leg. Yeah. So then she takes Mario Lopez to this remote cabin in the middle of nowhere with her crazy family and says, you have to pretend to be my boyfriend for the rest of this trip. By the way, my boyfriend's name is Nick, therefore we're going to call you Nick. Right. And the story goes on from there. Yeah. I don't, I feel like this movie was such a mess. Like, from the moment... Okay, it's just unbelievable from the moment we meet her because she's in living in New York City in a loft. On a diner, like a waitress salary. But like not even a waitress salary because does she even work? She worked for like so five like an minutes? hour, like five <laughs> minutes. I don't know. How long was she? She. It's that she's whole not good at a waitress a either, so no, she can't be getting good tips. She is, well, maybe she is good on a normal day. We just saw her on a really bad day. Yeah, where like her family um, was just overbearing, and her boyfriend was overbearing, and everything fell apart. Mm-hmm. And she left her perm on too long. Also, can you can you do a perm and then just go about the rest of your day? I feel like a perm yeah. takes several hours to do. Well, you do let it sit on your hair for a while. I feel like she let it sit on her hair for, for like 10 minutes. And then that was too long or something. That's why I don't think she was trying to do an actual perm. She, I think she was like trying to do like a wave or something to like get it out of her face. Yeah, maybe. But like even I don't think letting a perm sit in for that for 10 minutes would really... Make it that curly. Well, and then how I mean, come she, she had hair like sticking out? Well, because did you a, notice that? Maybe because those are parts that she left unrolled. I don't know. It it really did look like they just took like a a pom pom wig and put it on her head. Yeah, definitely it was a wig and looked. Oh yeah, like you one. sure it was a wig? <laughs> and looked like one. Uh, so that was already unbelievable right there. Then she shows up at that office and is crazy. Yeah, and they're like, hey. But we're introduced to her mom, and you can immediately see why she's crazy. Yeah, her mom was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So controlling. Yeah. It's amazing that her parents even let her move out of the house. Yeah. They 
basically just like belittle her the whole time. Yeah, and force her to wear pink sweaters mm-hmm. and like these gaudy pink dresses, which th- doesn't make th- that joke didn't make any sense to me because you'd think that based on that dress that that was like what her mom also wore. Yeah, but that's not what her mom wore. Yeah, it seemed like a very old fashioned like southern dress. southern lady dress. <laughs> yeah. But her mom was just kind of normal. Yeah. So that was weird. Yes. Um. What else? Uh. Well, Mario Lopez shows up at the restaurant. He's like clearly gonna propose to somebody because he like looks at the ring. Why was he gonna propose at this restaurant? That was the crappiest looking restaurant ever. Maybe it's because like that was their first date. But I have a hard time believing that girl would ever go to that restaurant. Oh, yeah. There's no so. way that she would ever go to that restaurant. She is too prissy. Also, is it racist that I... Racist? I don't really know if that's the right word. I thought that they were serve, They would serve Indian food, not because of necessarily the people, but the decor was very, like... Yeah. It was, it was like that burger place in Lynchburg, but it was, like, all Chinese tables yeah, and decorations so it was and like, stuff. Should I really be eating a burger here? Because, like, when um, Mario Lopez ordered a burger, I was like, he's an idiot. They don't have burgers there. But then they It was like a normal diner. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think that's right. You don't think that old Civil War rifles fit in with the decor of a (laughs) diner owned by an Indian man? No. I would not trust their burgers. If you decorated different... I have no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like a pretty cool hole It's like in the if you go place. to, like, a Mexican restaurant that's very clear Mexican, like, La Coretta, right? You're in La Coretta, and then yeah. you're like, oh, I would like a cheeseburger, and I would like some hot wings. No, that's not what you get at Mexican restaurants. No. Ugh, it felt very wrong. So, what I'm hearing is Indian food should only serve... Or Indian people should only No, I'm not even talking about the people. I'm talking about the decor. Like, goodness. Like, Kaylin, change your decor. He's just trying to share his culture. They, they needed to I fill... Wanna, I, then, then give me some good food, some Indian food. They I needed to fill Indian their food. diversity quota for the movie. <laughs> Was that girl in my big fat Greek wedding? Which girl? Um, her friend at the diner. I don't think so, but no, I will double of, check for you. She kind of looked like that girl, but I mean, it might not have been. You mean the main girl from My Big Fat Greek yeah. Wedding? No. No. Does she look like her in that movie, though? She does kind of look like how I remember her looking. Yeah. I don't really remember She's in that really. show. Is that a Hulu show? That show on Shut Eye. That looked really interesting. Hey, she's on Days of Our Lives. Another soap opera. How many people... <laughs> Do they get to be in Days of Our Lives on here? Everyone. Or soap operas on here? Everyone. They said, oh, you... Oh, she's in an episode of Melissa and Joey. How fun is that? Connections. Right. Layla Alizada. Okay. Well. And then they had to fill their gay person quotient. By quotient, making her brother gay. By making her boy... Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, gay. <laughs> that was actually probably my funny, my favorite joke of the entire movie when the mom said, oh, we know. Yeah. I couldn't tell if the dad was, like, actually upset, though. Because he seemed, like, legitimately upset about everything except for that one. That one, he just seemed more taken back. Yeah, I was, okay. So, the dad seems 
mostly chill through 90% of the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. But then he loses it when his kids don't want normal people careers. Yes. But I feel like it was the mom saying that she needed a normal person career at the beginning of the movie. Yes. So what happened there? I think... Did they just forget which parent was supposed <laughs> to be <laughs> the controlling one at the end of the movie? I think so. I don't really understand the whole like thing between the mom and dad. Yeah, that was an odd addition later in the movie. Yeah, it didn't seem to, like, have any context. Yeah, so the throughout the majority of the movie, Mom and Dad seem pretty cool, two peas in a pod, they are dream team to the max. Mom is controlling, Dad's chill. But then all of a sudden, uh, the mom just... She's, like, folding underwear and snaps. She's Yeah, everybody in this movie <laughs> snaps at some point. Yeah. And she's just like, your father and I don't have sex the way that we used to. Yeah. And then it comes out during Christmas dinner. Yeah. And that's a whole thing. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, that seems like a very awkward thing to throw in here. Like, did they just need to pad the runtime? So like, oh, let's give everybody some conflict. (laughs) Maybe to show where her crazy comes from. They're like, we got to we got to connect this. Her mom crazy. She crazy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think it'd be better if the dad snapped. There's no men snapping in this. That's true. Although, like, arguably the brother's like, eh, I can't take it anymore. Mario Lopez also kind of loses it when he gets kidnapped, but that's, like, understandable. <laughs> that's understandable. <laughs> he, okay, this is how the kidnap goes. So he's going to the bathroom, and she pulls this gun out on him. And This she, old Civil War gun. She's like, you're coming with me. And... He goes, okay, kind of. I mean, he's not that easy, but he's he like, He kind of, like, well, puts up a fight, but then, like... Not that hard, though. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't blame him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. it's believable. That's the most believable thing. Yeah. So, he goes out to the car uh, to get um, in with her, and he slips and falls on ice and hits his head, and I'm assuming just blacks out. Somehow, Melissa Joan Hart... Lifts Mario Lopez up, puts him in the car on her own, in her own strength. Without anybody seeing. Without anyone seeing. And also, Melissa Joan Hart is a tiny woman, and Mario Lopez has, like, muscles on muscles. So I do not believe for one second this girl lifted him up and hoisted him in a car. For anybody asking, we can confirm that he has muscles on muscles because he is shirtless at one point in this movie. Because that's, like, in his contract. He has to be shirtless in one scene at all times. Do you think he shaves his own chest, or do you think he has someone do it for him? Oh, no, he gets that done professionally. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) He was as smooth as a baby's bottom. Yeah. So, that's what happens. I like how they always make comments about his dimples in every show that he's into or movie. Yeah. They're always like, he's got these dimples. I like how he, like, the first time you hear him say anything, it's very normal. But then, like, the Slater comes out in him once he gets aggressive or adds any affliction <laughs> in his voice. Like, it's that, like, slight, tough guy kind of, like hook on the end accent type thing. Yeah, where I wonder where he's from cuz he does have kind of an accent a little bit, I think. Let's see. He was born in San Diego, California. Interesting. Cuz he ha- kind of has kind of a little bit of an accent. Yeah. 
I wouldn't uh, say like a New York accent, but I don't know, something. No, but maybe like all his all of his time on Saved by the Bell just kind of like just gave it. Yeah, like he just kind of uh, stuck. Maybe. It's kind of like, you know, like whenever you say a joke enough times that eventually becomes part of who you are. Yeah. Slater is Mario Lopez. <laughs> Mario Lopez is Slater. I feel like they all are kind of. But you know what's cool about that besides um Oh, man. I forget their names. But Lisa and Screech. Man, I can't think of their real names right now. Anyway, the rest of them, they're all, like, like real cool about having been in that silly TV show. Yeah. Like, they make jokes about it. They still talk about it. Like, they're, the four of them are all still, like, friends in real life and stuff. And I just think that's really cool. But Screech and Lisa are, but, like, yeah, they forget don't. you guys. Yeah, they've they gone off the deep end. Lisa, like had like I don't know she like abused her boyfriend or something I don't know it's crazy she she went off the deep end same with Screech so little creeps is this in 2012 hey isn't that that's that's a slate um Screech is it really yes he's Dustin Diamond and Lark Voris that's right see that's Dustin Diamond that's Lark Voris we need to watch that movie. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what this is. I don't know, but we're watching it. That's that is too long. I'll come back to that. Okay. So, anyways, talking about holiday. You know, I and can't handcuffs. like not talk about Save by the Bell. I know this is not that. our Save by the Bell cast though. That was last week. No, but I I want to talk about it again. <laughs> Let's watch every episode of Save by the Bell and discuss it. Only if okay, here's what here's our new podcast for. Okay, we watch your favorite sitcoms. I no. talk about why they're terrible. No, and you defend them. No, I do not <laughs> want to play that game. You will ruin my childhood and my life. Okay, and also you can't find anything wrong with Boy Meets World, so pff, that would be a boring episode. Okay, so maybe we should talk about uh, wedding be in Las Vegas. Oh, that's, that's a great one. I love that. That's a goodie. That I, and then, I lost all my money for my wedding. What should I do? I don't know. Become a prostitute? <laughs> oh, you think that movie's bad? You should see Hawaiian style. What do they do in that one? Well, Zach hooks up with this woman. I think they're still teenagers. And he hooks up with this woman who has a child. And it's like, I'm going to be a dad to you. And then it's like, deuces when things get hard. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, this little kid is introduced and, like, he hangs out with her and she, like, loves him. But then he's just like, oh, things got too real. Bye. Okay. When did Saved by the Bell air? Uh, early, like 89 mid- to... 90-something. Maybe 2000? To 92. Oh. 92, that was it. And then Boy Meets World was when? Boy Meets World. 93 to 2000. Oh, it picked up. It was just like, let's end Saved by the Bell. We'll start Boy Meets World. Well, I was wondering if like Saved by the Bell in a weird way was kind of like a satire on Boy Meets World. Because Zach Morris is the opposite of Corey Matthews (laughs) in every single way. I know. And I was just thinking like. 
like, do the writers know that Zach is a horrible person? Like, are they going out of their <laughs> way to say, like... You should watch the earlier ones, um, like, um, Good Morning, Miss Bliss, because um, I... Well, he was still kind of... Well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he wasn't that. Like, he was pretty decent. Like, But then I remember this one time, they were... Um, learning how investments work and he took all of Miss Bliss's money and invested that she was it. saving for a car. Yeah. And yeah. invested in the potatoes. Yeah. And yeah. then they did horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Not that great, actually. He's yeah. still kinda bad in that. I felt like he was maybe trying to be a good person. At first. And then they were just mm. like, you know what? This is boring. Also, I did not understand his childhood because his dad is divorced. Uh, pretty much since Good Morning, Miss Bliss, his dad's divorced all the way through. Um, like, because he starts dating one of Zach's teachers at some point, and, like, he tries to hook his dad up with somebody. Anyway, he's divorced, but then in Wedding in Las Vegas, first time you see his mom ever, and then they, like, allude to, like, that was his mama's whole life, because, like, here's pictures of, like, you when you were a baby, <laughs> and I was like, What? <laughs> That does not make sense. Like, why couldn't they have just carried that? That's just one storyline. You had, like, one storyline to carry. You couldn't even keep up with that. Ugh, Thank you fine. for tuning in to our <laughs> Save by the Bellcast episode. Two. I can't help it when you get me started. If you want some very funny videos, go to YouTube and look up Zach Morris is Trash. Oh, boy. Brought to you by Funny or Die. But, like, what does that do to your psyche or, like, your mind? Like, that, like, I loved him as a child. Because you just like the bad boys. But, like, but like you had A.C. Slater, and, and it was, like, no, like, Zach Morris. That's uh, the know. kind of boy you wanted to, like, be with. Maybe you're a racist and just wanted white boys. No! Mario Lopez was cute. But, like, Zach Morris, he was the bee's knees. Oh my gosh. Well, this has gone off the rails. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll reel it back in. They should have done a Sabrina Saved by the Bell crossover. Agreed. Okay. Reeling it back in now. I don't even remember what we were talking about. But let's get back on track. Mario Lopez hit his head. She ties him up, puts a scarf around his eyes, which is really smart. Because at first I was like, why would she blindfold him? Like that. I literally didn't understand why she blindfolded him until, like, they got there. And then I was like, oh, yeah, because then he wouldn't know the way home. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd be a bad kidnapper. The funny thing is, like, despite that, he still tries to leave in the middle of the night. And then she... I mean, do you blame him? No, I don't blame him at all. But it's like, how did she... First of all, what woke her up to make her realize that he was gone in the middle of the night? Wouldn't Maybe she been... had to pee or something. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But then, like, he only walked, like, a mile in an yeah. hour. in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, how slow are you walking? Like, I know it's cold, but... That should make you want to walk faster. Right. Yeah, that was... Nah, that's not believable. Plus, it's Mario Lopez. He couldn't be walking yeah. faster than a mile an hour. You know, something I'm really glad that they addressed in this is the fact that he didn't have clothes with him. Yeah. I feel like any normal movie would overlook that. Mm -hmm. But then the thing is, like, 
So they give Mario Lopez some of the dad's old clothes. That was my favorite, favorite part of this movie. Okay. The mom says that the dad brings these clothes on vacation, <laughs> hoping that he'll lose 10 pounds. Which is like... The opposite of what happens on a vacation. <laughs> That's the worst time to but do then, that. But then, like... Because Mario Lopez is a marginally attractive male, he still looks good in these crappy clothes. <laughs> They're like, what can we do to make him look horrible? An uh, orange shirt and some plaid pants. Let's make it too tight, too. Dang it, he still looks good. Yeah. Oh, well, just just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Melissa Joan Hart looks like... They put a wig on her and she just all automatically looks horrible. Yeah. Uh, so he... So they're driving to this. Oh, because this mom has like literally so many control issues that for Christmas they spend like what a couple days in this cabin with no technology. Yeah, she makes everybody. She put she uh, makes someone be the keykeeper. Yeah. Which is like all keys to the car and all phones, which you know, great idea in theory for a vacation in which you want everyone to spend time with each other. That sounds torturous. Terrible idea for safety. Yeah. Um, so they're driving to this um, the cabin. cabin, and Mario Lopez wakes up, and they stop for gas, and she runs in to go get, get stuff. This creepy older gas attendant is full-on hitting on her. Yeah, but, like, not even, like, hey, I think you're cute or whatever. Right. He's, like, I want to do it. Yeah, it was inappropriate. And. Then he sees Mario Lopez tied up in the car. Yeah, and he goes, like, what are you doing? And she's, like, oh, you know, we're having that kind of weekend, you know, tie up. I don't even remember what she said. Tie me up, tie me down. Tie me up, tie me down. Which is a movie, I think. I didn't know that. Yeah. But, like, a sexy kinky weekend and the gas attendant's like I want to be a part of that so he runs back inside she thinks he's gonna like call the cops on her and no he just gives her furry handcuffs for freezies for freezies on the house and why does this gas station attendant have these handcuffs why what what gas station in the middle of nowhere is sells like, you know extra what? virgin olive oil and fuzzy handcuffs? You know what? I better have some sex things here <laughs> just for these weirdo millennials that are driving in from <laughs> who knows where. Oh, let's talk about the music. Ooh, the early 2000s alt rock. Oh, the early 2000s. Okay, people talk about the 90s music being bad, which I'm not disagreeing with, but like, get rid of 2000 alt rock. Ugh, it's so bad. You know what I just just occurred to me? For a movie that takes place at Christmas time, there's no Christmas. There music. was very little to no Christmas music in this. Yeah, I am now disappointed. Yeah, and I'm adjusting my scale for the Christmas Prince scale of Christmas. Mm, this is not very good. Uh, then they go to the cabin. They go to the cabin, and she runs inside and says, "Hey, parents." He does this, my boyfriend Nick does this really awkward thing where if he feels uncomfortable in social situations, then he goes, hey, I'm kidnapped. I don't want to be here. And like, it's just a joke, though. It's fine. And her parents believe that, which is concerning. Well, okay. So like the way that she presented it is like, like, you know, when your dad makes awkward jokes at the waitress, like totally buy that. 
But the fact that they continue to buy it the longer that it goes on, that's what's concerning about that to me. Oh, man, he didn't have his wallet, did he? I don't know. Probably not. No, he would have. Cause, oh, no, because he left it at the restaurant. Did he leave his wallet, too, though? Because they know he left his phone in his pocket. Because yes. if he just had his driver's license, he'd be like, I'm David. No, I think he left his wallet at the restaurant. Oh, man. But somehow he still had the engagement ring on him. Yeah. Where do you keep that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, but I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't buy it. Okay, then what happens? So they give him the clothes. He He's already tried to run away. Um, Let's see. Oh, he gets access to a phone because Trudy's brother, Ryan, mm-hmm. Jake, is his name. Who's Ryan? Ryan's the boyfriend <laughs> oh. of Jake's boyfriend. Oh, okay. Didn't a, know that. Yeah. Uh, he is like, oh, yeah, I have a phone. Here, use it. He calls his girlfriend, who doesn't answer. He calls his mother-in-law. Why he has his mother-in-law's number memorized, I don't know. Well, was look, it just her house phone? It Maybe it was her house phone. I don't know. But I'm impressed because in today's day and age, I have, like, two numbers memorized. Right? I If my phone dies, donezo. I don't know who I'm calling. <laughs> Call me or your mom. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his mother-in-law is kind of a horrible person. Yes. Shown in one scene. That was actually a pretty funny scene. Yeah. When the maid is messing with her because she can't open her eyes and keeps moving the drink away. And, that was pretty funny. Uh, she reminded me a lot of uh, Lucille. The, yeah, Lucy, yeah, I thought so too. Uh, he finally gets his girlfriend on the phone and is like, hey, I've been kidnapped. I don't know where I am. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Come find me. And her girlfriend's like, I'm on the case. Well, no, first she's livid at him because she shows up at the restaurant and he's not there. And so she's thinking that he he stood stood her her up. And then she's like, he calls her and she like goes off on him. Yeah. Come to think of it. The only reason she goes to find him is because he said that he was going to propose. That's cold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't really love him. She just wants a ring on that finger. Right. So yeah, no wonder he broke up with her in the end. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh but this is <laughs> but he gets the phone after he leaves to go to um to go pick up the to olive go pick oil. up the olive oil. Oh. Cause he drives with her dad to go get olive oil. And then Well he... first he sees okay, so first he sees that Trudy is that her name? Trudy? I mean, it's technically Gertrude, but everybody calls her Trudy. Okay. That Trudy is on her phone outside, and he's like, watches where she puts it. Oh, So yeah, yeah, then yeah. she comes in, and he's like, hey, can I borrow your phone? She's like, I don't have a phone. He's like, it's in here. And she pulls it out of her breast compartment. I don't know what you I don't know. That. She's one of those weird people that like holds the phone in her bra. Yeah. So she pulls that out and smashes it with a beef... Well, let's back up a second. The mom is disappointed in her. Yes. When is the mom not disappointed in someone? That's true. I feel like even at the end, the mom was still disappointed in her. Yeah. Uh, And then when Mario Lopez tries to take the phone, she smashes it with a meat tenderizer. Yes. Um, 
And then he goes to the store to get olive oil with the dad and tries to tell the gas attendant, hey, I've been kidnapped. But this is the same gas attendant that gave Trudy the furry handcuffs. And, and he, he goes, that- yeah, sure, you've been, hand- or you've been kidnapped. Yeah. You into that weird stuff. Yeah, you kids, you you have a good time. Yeah, and he's like, why don't you believe me? And then he keeps annoying him. So the gas attendant just pulls out a gun on him. How many times was a gun pulled on people in this movie? How many times did Mario Lopez have a gun pulled on him in this movie? Twice. Which is twice too many. It is. Here's the thing that that got to me about that scene with the the father-in-law. When they're driving back, Mario Lopez grabs the wheel and tries to jerk the car <laughs> off the road. At one, I don't know where he's trying to get to. No. But two, after the father like gets the car back from him, he just acts like nothing happened. He's, he's just like, like, we'll keep this our little secret. He doesn't say like, hey, what's going on? Why'd you do that? He he has zero concerns about what was happening in that moment. Are we supposed to believe this is where like their marriage problems like start? Because Because the dad acts like it's completely normal, and he's like, I know, relationships can be overbearing sometimes, and sometimes you just want to run away, but you just keep trucking through. Maybe. Maybe that was, like, our hint that the father was dissatisfied. Maybe. They didn't do a great job with that either. Right. So after Mario Lopez calls his girlfriend, tells her that he was going to propose, which suddenly convinces his girlfriend to come find him. Mm -hmm. Not love. But a big fat ring. Right. He says, you know what? I'll play along until my girlfriend shows up. And then... Because he wants, like, uh, this kind of makes no sense on his end, but he wants Trudy's parents to, like, love him so that it will make it more satisfying when she goes to jail. Yeah, like, more devastating to her parents. But I feel like that would just be more confusing to her parents. Like, then why was he being such a good sport? Yeah, that's a good question. So he did not think that through. They no. would probably, you know, what they would probably do. They seem like the type of people who like that would happen to, and she'd get out of jail, and they'd be like, they'd be like, "Why aren't you dating anyone? You should call <laughs> up that nice Nick fella." <laughs> yeah, Mom, I kidnapped him. He <laughs> went back to his fiance. Yeah. Uh, let's back up for just a second because I was looking at some quotes from this movie and. I completely forgot that the father said we thought maybe she liked the innies and not the outies in like a very uncomfortable way of implying that Trudy was a lesbian. What? How did I miss that? I don't know. But like, oh. Oh. How about that line Mario Lopez says? That's very sexist. Oh, when he's being kidnapped about yeah. the, uh, I'm a guy and I'll overpower you. Yeah. You're one of those hairy lady man-hatter, man-hater types who's been rejected time after time. Well, Which, like, I don't blame him because he's being kidnapped, so, like, you can to be say honest, you can say <laughs> you want when you're kidnapped. I feel like that gives you an excuse to be yeah. mean. <laughs> so, something that this movie does really well is it shows them developing a relationship over time. I mean, mostly well, because they have to spend a lot of time with each other after he's like, well, I guess I'm stuck here until yeah, somebody finds me. Yeah, but then he's got, me. like, stock... What is that called? Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm Syndrome. Did you think that based on the title of this movie mm-hmm. and the gas station attendant giving 
her handcuffs, mm-hmm. that he would actually spend the majority of the movie in handcuffs with yeah, her? Yeah, well, the picture of the movie makes me think that. And then I didn't even realize that he that she, like, kidnapped him. I thought it was more like a, like, he they were already dating, and then, like, she he was going to break up with her. But then she was like... Still lost it, but just put handcuffs on and was like, nope, we're going to this party thing with my parents together. This was not anything like what I thought it was going to be going into it. No. So, okay, fast forward through them developing a relationship. He does something very sweet where he sets up all these lights and has her do a skating routine because it was something that she liked from her childhood. Mm -hmm. When did he have time to set up all these lights and where do they come from? I guess it doesn't matter because he wasn't able to leave the house. Um, the cop, okay, so they're, they sit down for Christmas, oh, let's back up. Trudy's mom's folding underwear. Uh-huh. Trudy says, hey, it's time for gifts. Trudy's mom is like, straight up, hey, your husband does not, sat- or your, my husband does not satisfy me anymore. Let me have this really uncomfortable conversation with my youngest daughter. Parents. PSA. Do not talk about anything that is involving your relationship with your spouse to your children. It is highly inappropriate. How about just don't talk to your children about your marriage and go talk to your spouse instead. Right. And I guess that doesn't sound right, though, because then it's like making it seem like don't talk to your kids about how to have a relationship. Well, yeah, yeah. Talk about how to have a relationship, but don't bring all of your marriage problems. Like, Don't go into details about it. Right. Just be like, yeah. Don't, tell us, yeah. don't tell us about your sex life. Don't tell us about your sex life. Don't tell us about like emotional issues you're having. Inappropriate. Correct. Okay. So don't tell your children about any marital problems you're having. Right. Please. Right. Talk to your spouse. Right. Still. Okay, cool. So they open gifts. Uh, Trudy gets a briefcase and they have this long conversation about how she should get a job. We let's talk about how mom played matchmaker though. Because the mom is really the one that hooks them together. Because um, on Christmas Day, she has everything planned out. But Trudy and Nick slash David get to just... Slash Mario Lopez. Slash Mario Lopez. keep his own name. They get to go just hang out. And that's when they fall in love. Because they talk about how they both like the same artist. And they both like Oreo cookies. And milk. Hashtag probably a sponsor of this movie. Probably. And, yeah. And then he does the skating thing for her, so. And the family criticizes her so much during this gift-giving thing Mm -hmm. that he proposes to her. That was very... What's his plan there? I don't know, because at this point, it's very clear that, like, he has at least sympathy for her. Right. And you can tell that he's going to feel bad when it all blows up. Right. But, like, uh, yeah, well, why does he do that? Because that's just going to hurt her more. Well, hurt her her, more and hurt him more. And make her family think that she's more of a failure than she is. Yeah. Because, like, if you were, like, the real police, you'd be like, I mean, she did kidnap him. So, like, yes. But then, like... He also proposed to her, so, like, confusing? Yeah, that's sending some mixed signals. But also, like, it's, and afterward, it's not even like a, ha, 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 I can't wait to see this blow up in your face type thing. It's like, oh, you know, it'll get them off your back for a while. Yeah. Good talk. 
So then they're at dinner, and she's getting ready to tell them something. But then the brother jumps in and says, I want to tell you something. And then the sister jumps in and says, I want to tell you something. The sister dropped out of law school and was stealing her parents' money to open up a Pilates studio. Dad is pissed. Son's like, hey, I'm gay. Mom says, I know. (laughs) And the parents are like, hey, our lives, our marriage is terrible. And it's your fault, children. Why do people do that when people come out and say, like, that they're gay? People say, like, I know. Like, I feel like that's, that's kind, kind of, of a rude. mean response to yeah. it. But, like, maybe, like, you could say something nicer. Like, oh, we kind of suspect it as such. Right. But, like. Why do you say, like, oh, I know. Yeah. Well, the mom was kind of a horrible person. So I guess it's it makes not sense surprising. for her to say that. Yeah. Then the police kick down the door. Mm-hmm. Which they should not have been allowed to do because if they only had a suspicion that he maybe was at this yeah. house, they should they just not... believe this random girl's story. Because like yeah. she could be, she could be the crazy ex. She could be the crazy ex hunting down. There, there's very little uh, police uh, common sense in this movie. Yeah. So they just burst in and arrest everybody. Mm-hmm. Grandma. Grabs. We well, she should about the be grandma. arrested. Yeah, for sure. Because she pulls a gun. She pulls the Civil War gun on the police officers. She literally was going to shoot them, too. She's like, someone's got to protect this family. It's like, protect it from what, Grandma? Yeah, that Grandma was nutso. Played mm-hmm. by June Lockhart, who was in the original Lost in Space. Maybe that's why. She so, kept saying that she used to be on Broadway. She, well, that did not make sense at all. But, no, maybe it's, like, showing this generational pattern of women being crazy. Yeah, maybe that's true. We don't know whose grandma that is. They don't. Do they no, they don't. Us? No, I don't it's think so. It's just grandma. Yeah, I think she both of them call them mom. hates being there. She's yeah. Like, like, it was like, why did you even show up? Right. To yeah, why did she show up? If she hates, She wasn't held at gunpoint. She point. just drank the whole time and yelled at everybody. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm just going to breeze through the end because we all know that it ends on a happy note and I can't think of anything. Uh, fast forward to Valentine's Day. She's still working or no, she's not working in the diner. She's hanging out with her friend there. Which is the first movie that like fast forwards to Valentine's Day and not like New Year's Eve. Right. So. That would, I guess that would have been more expected. Mm -hmm. Um, she then, uh, she finds out that her art, because she's an artist, gets is accepted into uh, this gallery. art show, mm-hmm. this gallery. And she says, hey, bro, come to this thing. Because now her and, and her best, now her and her brother are best friends, even BFFs. though they hate each other. But OK, um, they oh, they don't press charges. We should say that Mario mm-hmm. Lopez is like, I'm not pressing charges for kidnapping you because I'm in love with you. Uh, Which is weird. He, his fiance is still a horrible person because mm-hmm. she's like, I would have pressed charges. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he, um, so she goes to the art show, but the brother invited the rest of the family and they're like, we've been going to marriage counseling. We're normal now. We're not going to say anything about your art. That's, well, actually, they don't say anything about his art. They don't even say anything nice about her art, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, 
her painting sells, mm-hmm. which her painting was a painting of her ice skating with the little like light thing that Mario Lopez did for her. Mm-hmm. She then is leaving the gallery and gets kidnapped. Dun dun dun. And it is zero surprise that it's Mario Lopez. Right. Who takes her to this gallery, mm-hmm. this new gallery. And he's like, hey, I just bought this place. It's going to be a gallery. And your painting is the first painting I'm putting in here. And then they kiss. Which is a huge grand gesture. It is a pretty big grand gesture. They don't even like, it's not even like him proposing to you. It's just like, hey, let's give this little love thing a chance. Yeah. From one kidnapper to another. <laughs> but also, okay, let's think about how, like... I think we're supposed to watch this and think like, oh, that's so sweet. He bought her It painting. was not. Yeah. Like, okay. PTSD. Someone, someone close to her uh-huh. bought this painting. Right. Well, that too. And is putting it in a gallery. Like, right. You, that means she couldn't even sell it to like a normal person. Yeah. Someone, like one of your friends had to buy it. Right. Exactly. So yeah. what, it seems like he's just artificially inflating the market with her work. <laughs> And that's all I have to say about that. Uh, yeah. I mean, this movie is, like, horrible. Like, this guy falls in love with his kidnapper. And then we're supposed to be like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Are we teaching girls to go kidnap guys? I'm going to yeah. make them love me. I'll give them no choice. Right. This, no. No. I don't even know how to answer the question of whether or not they would end up together in the end. Because they just seem so... Same but different. Yeah. Do you think the mom and dad will stay together? Yeah, I think going to marriage counseling is always a good idea for couples. And I think the chances of them staying together are increased by that. Yeah. So I think they'll be good. Yeah. Can't guarantee Trudy and uh, David. No. How did you guys meet? Well, I kidnapped him. (laughs) That's actually a pretty funny story. (laughs) I think I would get a kick out of sharing that story but like realistically, I would not want to be friends with them being kidnapped would be like not fun no I would not want to be friends with somebody who kidnapped their significant other no no um oh this movie was rough yeah how important was it to Christmas yeah how does it rank on the Christmas Prince scale of Christmas I'm gonna give it a four Really? Here's why. It could have taken place at any holiday. Right. Like, it could have been, like, holiday in handcuffs. Oh, but it's talking about Thanksgiving. Wait. Five is, like, it has really no... No, no, no. Five is, like, the best. Five has a lot to do with Christmas? Yeah, because we gave Christmas perfection a five, because her obsession... Then I give it, like, a three. Yeah, I I didn't think it was, like, perfect, but it was, Mm -hmm. like, better than other movies, so that's why I put it at a four. I'm going to stay with a three. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Three or four. Cool. And where does it fall on oh. our definitive bad night, date night ranking list? Uh, I would put it probably above the Meg. You put it that far down? Yeah, I hated this movie. <laughs> I was thinking somewhere between, like, what happened in Vegas and A Christmas Prince. Hmm. Why is A Christmas Prince so high? Because it's just so ridiculous. How about under... Uh, no. How about under Ghosts of Girlfriends Pass? Can we do under Christmas Prince? Okay. That's okay. fine. 
I mean, I wouldn't watch A Christmas Prince over this movie. I'd watch this oh, movie. I, well, I don't know. I feel like they're both tied for me. But, but I'll like put it Christmas, under. Will, Christmas, okay, let's think about this for a second. I would rewatch. I would rewatch Christmas Prince before this movie. Mm-mm, I would rewatch this movie before Christmas Prince. Christmas Prince was so boring. At least this had Mario Lopez in it, so I could like enjoy okay. some. Okay, we'll Saved put it above Bell a Christmas stuff. Prince. But I'm just saying, I would have put it under. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Perfect. And thus concludes Christmas. Our December the month of Christmas. coming down Christmas. What are we going to do next week? I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet. I should see Christmas. if there's like a New Year's Eve related thing. I'm, I know there is. It's a maybe. No, no, no. Not, not a rom-com. I can't do another oh, rom-com. I was going to say, I know one. I'm certain that there is a plenty of rom-coms. Like, we should watch um, the movie Valentine's Day. It's got like a ton of celebrities in it and it's bad. Well, we're going to watch Valentine's. Yes, but this one's called Valentine's Day. Right. Well, and we'll it's, it I out. think it has Robert Pattinson in it. Perfect. I don't know. It's, it's Love very bad. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll figure, figure something out. out. If you have any suggestions. Maybe there's a horror New Year's Eve one we that's can That's what watch. I'm getting at. Uh, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Journey Into Film. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss on whatever we decide to watch. Yes. And uh, leave us some comments. Tell us what you thought about doing the Christmas season. Do you want us to do this again next year? Not that you really have a choice in it because we're probably going to do it again next year because there are so many bad Christmas Christmas movies. movies, So many. But for real, hit us up. Tell us what you think. Um, That's all I have to say. Don't forget to subscribe. And have yourself a merry little Christmas. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. If you want to be a patron because you think that our show is awesome and deserves money, you can also find us on Patreon at Journey Into Film. We're not begging you for money. We're just politely requesting it because then we can make the show more better. That's right. And I can get out of this closet. We can get out of this (laughs) closet the more money we get. We should post a picture of this on Instagram so that people realize, like, we in a closet. Yeah. All right, now have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah, do it right now.